Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in 2 Kings chapter 2 through chapter 6. Generally, we're not going to cover all that stuff specifically, but we're going to draw some connections between the prophet Elisha and Jesus Christ. And the point of this is to stir our imagination, to think of how the Israelite leaders in Jesus' time, the Jewish leaders, the teachers of the law, the scribes, the Pharisees, many of the people who rejected Jesus really would have been familiar with Elisha. They knew their Old Testament. They knew it well. And they should have seen some of these things in Jesus that remind them of Elisha. They surely accepted Elisha as a prophet of God. So when they see the similar things in Jesus, why not accept Jesus as the Messiah from God rather than reject him and think he's some kind of a false prophet or demon-possessed crazy man or whatever? Before we do this comparison between Elisha and Jesus, we need to talk about Elijah and John the Baptist quickly. So Elijah, of course, is the prophet who came before Elisha. He's the predecessor. Elisha was his protege. And John the Baptist is the prophet that came before Jesus, immediately before Jesus. He came on the scene to prepare the way for the Lord, to point people and get them ready for the coming of the Messiah. And in Matthew eleven fourteen, Jesus actually refers to John the Baptist as the Elijah who was to come. And so there's this connection drawn by Jesus, and it's mentioned elsewhere in Scripture, uh, between John the Baptist being kind of like Elijah. And so let's look at Elisha, Elijah's successor, and compare him to John the Baptist's successor, Jesus Christ. Elisha's name means God is salvation. Jesus' name means Yahweh will save. Very similar names. You remember in chapter 2 of 2 Kings when Elijah and Elisha had just crossed the Jordan River before Elijah was taken up in chariots and horses of fire. He asked for a double portion of Elijah's spirit. And again, they were just passing through the Jordan River. Fast forward to Jesus' baptism scene, which is also in the Jordan River, where the Spirit of God descends on Jesus while John the Baptist is baptizing him. Some similarities there. In chapter 4 of 2 Kings, Elisha raised the Shunammite woman's son. Jesus raised the widow of Nain's son, among others. Elisha, in chapter 4, of 2 Kings, feeds a 100 people with barley loaves, and there are leftovers. It's a miracle. Uh, there's not many barley loaves, and he feeds a 100 people, and there are leftovers. Jesus, in the New Testament, feeds 4,000 on one account, 5,000 at another time, with just a few loaves, and there are leftovers. Again, striking similarity. Elisha heals Naaman, the Syrian of leprosy, in chapter 5 of 2 Kings, and Jesus, of course, shows his miraculous power over leprosy several times. In chapter 6, Elisha makes an axe head float up out of the water. And in the New Testament, Jesus makes Peter walk on water. Jesus himself walks on water, showing like supernatural buoyancy over water, which is interesting. Elisha, in chapter 5 again, of 2 Kings, has a greedy servant named Gehazi who disobeys him and departs, and he is cursed. And in the New Testament, of course, Jesus has a greedy disciple, Judas. 
You remember the reason Judas was enticed to betray Jesus was really because he had an issue with money. He was greedy. Greedy disciple Judas, who betrays him, departs and is cursed. Both Elisha and Jesus have power over physical and spiritual sight. Both Elisha and Jesus have the capacity to know what others are thinking. Both Elisha and Jesus are greater than their predecessor. So in, in Elisha's case, he gets the double portion of Elijah's spirit, and he is greater. He might not be as popular. He might not be as well-known, but he is, in fact, greater than his predecessor. And Jesus Christ, of course, is greater than his predecessor, John the Baptist, to the point where John the Baptist says, I am unfit to even tie his sandals. Both Jesus and Elisha were in tombs where resurrections took place. Check this out. This is 2 Kings 13. Elijah is Elisha is dead. He's buried in a tomb and his bones are there. And some marauders come through the area and they have a dead body and they kind of quickly and throw it into this tomb where Elijah's bones are. And as soon as this body, this dead body touches Elijah's bones, it raises to life. Incredible. And then of course, the tomb where Jesus is laid is a place where the greatest resurrection took place. Now, like I said at the beginning of this, if you see these connections, which this is amazing. I mean, I, I honestly, I didn't know most of this stuff. And uh, in, in some ways, I think that I benefit most from the Daily Dose devotions because I get to prepare and study this stuff. And, and many times I'm learning right along with you brand new material. Um, the people who were with Jesus should not have rejected Jesus. They should have seen many similarities between him and not only Elisha, but many other prophecies that they should have known, that they accepted as true, uh, but they did not. And that's unfortunate. The good news is God is rich in mercy. He's rich in compassion. And he has opened the eyes of our hearts. Those of us who trust Jesus Christ, he's allowed us to see truth. He's allowed us to see reality as it really is. He's allowed us to trust the words of scripture so that we would put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And obviously that is the ballgame. Uh, faith and trust in Jesus Christ is the most important thing we could have because we are sinful beyond measure. We are opposed to our creator and the punishment for that opposition is drastic and eternal. But Jesus Christ lived a perfect life. He performed every righteous requirement that the law requires. He appeased God's holy and righteous and perfect standard. He lived perfectly. And then he died a sinless death. And in doing so, paid the price that we deserve to pay so that if we put our faith and trust in him, we can have his righteousness attributed to us. We can have the penalty that we deserve to pay. Mark paid. And we can be grafted into the family of God. It's going to be amazing someday to talk to, I hope, Elijah Elisha, and hear more of these wild stories and more insights on how God used them to prepare the way for Christ, our Savior. Have a good day. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. 
If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.